Welcome back to Reading with Celebrities. I'm Lindsay. I'm Tiffany. And today is our last check-in before our 100th episode. What? I know, right? Insane. That's crazy. It's been... Ooh, what? Ooh. We're almost at two... <gasps> June yeah, 1st? Our... No. When was our first Let me episode? Check. Let me check. I know, I'm on Spotify right now. No, I do not want to do a premium sale. Episode June 1st. Dang. June 1st of 2021. Yeah, we hit our two-year anniversary on Thursday. I'm kind of, like, impressed that we managed to make our two years, like, years the 100. Like, let's, okay. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give people a little hint or a little insight onto mine and Lindsay's friendship. We do a lot of, hey, we should do this. Hey, this sounds great. Hey, what do you think about this? And the plans stall. I cannot tell you how many times we have sent each other, like, Instagram things and be like, oh, my God, we should do this. Like, for example, episode 100, way back, I was like, we should get, like, a and b Airbnb in, like, Fredericksburg and record and, like, do something great. That's next week. It's not going to happen. No. So we do a lot of that. When we wanted to start a podcast, we went back and forth of like, what should we do? What should we talk about? What should our name be? We have done so many things. And then we kind of just like let it stall and like don't bring it back up. So the fact that we have almost done 100 episodes of a podcast is crazy. Crazy. I'm so proud of us. I know. I can't believe it. (laughs) I'm really proud of us. There's never been a more accurate way to describe this friendship. (laughs) You're welcome. The, like, I'm impressed with this. Like, again, we planned Japan, so we did that. Costa Rica happened. Costa Rica somehow happened. I don't know how that happened. Despite, like... But, like, but most things that we plan do not happen. There's a lot of, oh my god, this would be so fun, let's do this. Like, I'll send her, like, crazy cool bookstores in Texas, and we're like, we should go. We should do that. <laughs> we, we just... <laughs> then we, we don't. We don't. <laughs> But yeah, so the fact that we have done a hundred episodes almost of this podcast is pretty cool. So yeah, Very, yeah. So cheers to that. We'll do more cheers. for sure next week when we're actually recording our one hundredth. Watch something happen, and we're like, okay, so the podcast ends in its episode. <laughs> like we don't hit one hundred. <laughs> we're talking about like this dedication and stuff, and then we're like. So guys, sorry. Hey, buddy. <laughs> God, that would that, that would, would be us. That would be right. <laughs> Something like crazy. damn it. <laughs> we were so close. So yeah, on June first hits our two year anniversary. Though that is pretty cool. Exciting. And that's too like that would be about a hundred and four episodes if we did every week but like we took a hiatus after we finished oprah we'll do the same thing when we finish reese like we take like a small hiatus just to like give us a break but also figure out who we want to be our next celebrity book club and stuff and all of that so we'll definitely do that again so we definitely do not record 52 episodes a year but it does feel like it (laughs) yeah yeah every week we're like what are we talking about i know (laughs) ah 
Yeah. Did, did you finish a book? I don't know. <laughs> I'm stuck. Well, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, for real. Okay. Let's go. Well, I actually finished two books. Watch out now. Okay. I know. I'm not And I started a third. <gasps> well, Lindsay. I started a third physical little ebook and then a new audiobook. But first, I finished All Good People Here, which I'm pretty sure, like, every time I've talked about this book, I've put a different title to it you know this is the one by the podcast host right yes this is the one by ashley flowers okay um that's not it there we go yeah all good people here by ashley flowers uh i gave it a two. Oh, this is an you did audible right yes okay but even that like the um the like the I don't know what you would call it. Like, the narration mm-hmm. wasn't bad. The voices weren't bad. Sometimes I have a hard time with people who, like, try to change their voice for a different character. Yeah. It's just, like, all male characters end up sounding the same. Yeah. Like female characters end up sounding... You know, it's either, like... Yeah. Either commit to it or don't. And then you get confused on, like, which male character's talking. Yeah. Um, but, um... It wasn't necessarily that. It was... And I saw somebody online called it, this sounds horrible, Jean Benet fanfic. Because, like, the main, like, the main murder Mm -hmm. is a six-year-old girl that is missing and then, like, missing in the home and then found dead. Mm -hmm. She's, like, this big dancer. There's this whole, like, focus on, like, oh, she looks so grown up in her dance pictures and so there's like that whole thing, then like the mother is the suspect, and then the brother's the suspect. Oh, you've heard, that's <laughs> definitely like, a retelling over here. Yeah. So there's whole that, and then there's like this whole separate thing, and then it's bouncing back and forth in time, and it, there was just too many different storylines. <sighs> Interesting. None of like the main character at no at no point was correct about anything <laughs> until the very very end, and I was like, I just wasted. I don't know, <laughs> 10-ish hours of my life uh, listening to this for the last 10 minutes to reveal what already happened. Like, yeah. one, of the, one of those things where I was just like, mm, I don't know. Interesting. Do you feel, so, like, that you did it, like, through Audible or whatever, do you feel like when you read a book or listen to a book, do you think that you feel like you wasted more time if it's a physical book that you didn't like that you gave two stars or like an audio book that you wasted more time if you gave it like two stars audio really mm-hmm. see i think i feel the opposite because at least with the audio book like i feel like i'm also doing other things so like i can just have it like on in the background but like when you're reading a physical copy you're usually not doing anything else so like then i'm like and, it's, and I'm a slower reader, so it definitely takes me longer than the audiobook. So that, that's where I feel like I'm like, ugh, I put so much time and effort into reading this book. And I think for, for me, it's like, uh, like usually when I listen, it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, it's, it's normally like, like a long drive. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't really like listen to it, like doing dishes at the oh, podcast time. Yeah. And so those long drives, I'm like, I can't believe I just wasted <laughs> Yeah this drive when I could have had something interesting distracting me instead of like being bored or getting angry like yeah that's true too because like 
when you do when you're going on like a road trip or you do have to drive like far like that you want the drive to go faster right like you want the drive yeah. to like get you there and so you want something enjoyable whether it's a podcast an audiobook good music so like if you spend your 10 hour drive listening to this book and at the end of it you're like what the hell the hell yeah and then especially when you get the next audiobook or podcast it's so interesting and you're just like yeah (laughs) yeah but for me like like reading it's usually like you know like right before i go to bed or at night where it's like okay well what was I going to do anyway? Yeah. Spend my time reading or I would spend my time on YouTube or playing Candy Crush. Yeah. So it's like, for me, there's no, like... That's true, because, yeah, like, where, yeah, like, where you're trying to read anyways, Mm -hmm. like, it's going to be your reading time, whether it's a good book or a bad book anyways. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting little spin Mm -hmm. to it both. And I will say, like, I'm not a, I've never, like, I've never gotten into Crime Junkie. I think I listened to, like, half an episode. Yeah. It's just like, this isn't for me. Um, but she does have another one called Full Body Chills, which is where they, like, each episode is a scary story either written by them or by somebody else. Ooh. And a lot of times she does it, and she has a very nice voice. Like, I enjoy listening to her voice. Yeah. And I love Full Body Chills. Like, that po- I think that podcast is great. Um, and so it wasn't necessarily, like, hearing her voice that was bothersome. It was just the plot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. If that can ruin, because then also, like, if you are a fan, like, say you do listen to that podcast, you are a fan of her, like, you want that book to be good, like, right? Like, you're a fan mm-hmm. of somebody, so you're not, you're hoping for the best and stuff, and, like, the reason you're reading that book is probably because you heard about it from one of her podcasts or something, like, you're a fan of her, so. It, it also reminded me a lot, I don't know if you remember, I think it was last summer, I listened to... We Are All the Same in the Dark mm-hmm. by Julia Haberlin. That's her name. And it was very reminiscent of that, but definitely We Are All the Same in the Dark did it better. Okay. So, like with the timeline jumping and then different point of view, stuff like that. So. All right. But yeah. All right. Okay. And then I, I finished another one last night. <gasps> Finished. We sold our souls by Gary, uh, Grady Hendrix. Nice. Four. Stars. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. So, how many Grady Hendrix books have you read? So this one's the fourth. So I first read Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Gave that one a four. Okay. And that one was just like, part of me wants to go back and reread it, but I just remember it being so like, like, campy and goofy and fun. Yeah. And scary, <laughs> like all of that at the same time. I feel like that would be a good like. A good summer horror book. Yeah. It's like you go to camp in the summer and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then I read Final Girl Support yep. Group, which I gave a three. Mm-hmm. I probably did the same. Yeah. Um, and then I read My Best Friend's Exorcism, which was a high three. I think it was like closer to three and a half. Okay. Okay. And then I read this one, which I gave it a four. And this one had like all of the elements of My Best Friend's Exorcism that I really liked, but like just like amplified so i thought the ending was great i thought the story was great is grady hendrix an automatic buy for you now or an automatic read well i have how to sell a haunted house already (laughs) and then there was another one of his books that i came across last night i can't remember the title of it but i was like okay this sounds legitimately straight up my alley so I feel like yeah he'd be kind of like a like a joe hill yeah because i feel like for you like, you like your horror, but you have, like, 
comedicness that you can mm-hmm. do. I do feel like that. I feel too. Um, we also cannot forget about the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires. Yes, I have not read that one yet. That so. one at my library has like one of the longest waits. Dang. So I might just like wait. <laughs> wait like like either see if i can catch it like at a really good sale yeah or do something like that yeah because i mean let me see i'm on goodreads right now i mean it came out in 2020 so it's about three years old at this point i wonder mm-hmm. i'm gonna do a quick while we're talking um on my thrift books that i always buy from and see like what it's selling there for just to have an idea, because it is three years old at this point. Okay, it's still $15. Never mind. Dang, okay, why is it still $15? Jesus, for a, for a paperback. Okay. God dang. So, yeah, he's... Okay, so don't get... All his books right now are going for, like, $15. Mm-hmm. All right, well, don't get it there. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, man... But, um, yeah, so this one, it was, like, it follows the main character, Chris, Mm -hmm. and when she was in her teens, late 80s, she just got, like, she picked up the guitar, she loves metal music, she starts playing, her, she meets this other guy named Terry, they form this band together, and they actually, like, really start to grow, like, at one point, like, at their, their height of their fame, they're an opening act for Slayer on their tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're, like, doing really well. And then there's one night where um, Terry has this agent, and he presents her and the three other band members with these contracts basically saying, like, I'm going to go off and do my own thing. You guys are just kind of going to be, like, in the background. You'll get money. Like, you won't get royalties. You'll get a salary. Like, you're basically my employees. Three of them sign it. Chris refuses to sign it. And then something happens that night that causes everybody in the band to hate her. And they're, like, the three other band members, like, live in nice homes. They've started families, like, blah, 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 all that. Um, And she is left, like, basically broke working as, like, a receptionist at a Best Western and it comes to find out this night that happened, she, like, she was just like, you guys are fools if you accept this. This is horrible. This is not what metal's about. <laughs> you know, like, you're classic, like, you know, blah, blah, all this stuff. Yeah. She goes out, she gets really drunk, and she comes back in and sees that they had all signed and just starts to get this really bad feeling that there's something wrong in this house. And so she wakes up the three other band members drags them because they're obviously also like drunk and high and they were like we partied after you left because we signed this contract she drags them into the car they get into a huge car accident paralyzes the drummer and that's why kind of everybody like stopped talking to her but she then it fast forwards to modern like current times and she's driving home and she sees a big billboard and it's Terry's new name, he's the Blonde King, the co- like, Coffins, his band. It's his, like, farewell tour. 
all this stuff and she just gets this horrible feeling that something's really going wrong so she starts to reconnect with the old band members to figure out what happened that night and like what is going to happen oh my gosh (laughs) and it just culminates into this it very much so reminded me a lot of of like stephen king especially kind of like the stand because she had to go to vegas and like fight him and there's like oh it, it just was like I think I read I read three hundred pages of it yesterday. Isn't that, oh my god! Isn't that so nice when you, like, a book can do that to you? Like, mm-hmm. you can just like I'm not getting up from this chair until I finish like this book, or like how quickly well, three hundred pages goes. Yeah, cause cause like it really was like, like Jay was like I'm gonna go lay down and I was like okay that's <laughs> cool. like I started it I started it Saturday uh-huh. night, but I only read like thirty pages because I was tired. Yeah. And then the next day, Jay was like, I'm not feeling well, I'm going to go lay down. I was like, that's fine. Bye. And as he was laying down, I played with Ollie a little bit, and I was reading. And also, I was like, man, I really made it through mm-hmm. a lot. Like, this is quick. And then last night, going to bed, I was like, okay, I'm going to read. So I've got, like, a little under 100 pages left, and then I'll see if I can finish in the morning. I ended up reading the whole thing. Yeah. Just because I was like, I wanted to, like, figure out what happened and where everything goes. And so it was... I, I really, really liked it. It had another good theme of, like, because at multiple points it talks about how she was never taken seriously um, in, like, the, the whole metal scene that even though, like, she was really writing a lot for the band, she was the main guitarist and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's like she wasn't, like, she was a woman, so she wasn't really getting any respect or, you know, was treated differently and... Um, and how she at the very end was like the one to save everybody, <laughs> like save you, like, yeah. like literally save humanity. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, and it's it was nice because it was like, like, a, like the whole thing was like a girl with a guitar never has to apologize, and so it was like her, like it was just I, I really liked it. That's I'm so, I'm glad for I think it was like. I don't know, because I was looking, and I was like, I know I gave, like, Remarkably Bright Creatures and had an artist fours, but they were, like, they were, like, fours because they're, like, well-written. This was, like, a personal four. Like, I really like this book. uh, Yes. Okay. No, because there's such a difference between, like, giving a four because of, like you said, like, just well-written, you have, like, your feels or whatever, you know, it's a good book. And then a four because you just enjoyed it. Like, it might not have Mm -hmm. a four rating. It might not even be highly well-known or, like, super popular. But, like, how you felt when you were finished reading it, that's where you're like, okay, this is why this book gets a four. And I think that's how I felt with Tara Road is, like, I was just enjoying it. Like, I was just, like, it was something so different that in no other way would I have ever picked up this book. Especially with how thick it was and, like, whatever. And I was just like, huh, I kind of like this book. And it was had nothing to do with, like, the style of writing or, like, it being just heartwarming. I was just like, huh, I like this book. Like, it just made me, like, I was like, okay. Sometimes you can't point yeah. to exactly what it is. You're just like, I don't know. I yeah, like, like mind your business. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's, that's enough justification and that, for and, me to give and, it a four And that's five. my thing is, like... Everybody's, first off, everybody's ratings, how people rate a book one through five is so different. Like how you, like, like whether it's character development or stuff like that. Sometimes I don't even think about it like that. I'm just like, 
How did I feel when I finished this book? Was I happy? Did I love it? Did I not want to put the book down? Like, like mm-hmm. if you said you read 300 pages yesterday and gave this book two stars, I'd been like, why did you sit all day reading 300 pages of a book that you don't like? Whatever I did that with, um, is it the Book of Cold Cases? Yeah, I think it was the Book of Cold mm. Cases. I sat there and I was like, just Yes, and that is also another, <laughs> like, you're like, if I don't finish it now, I'm not finishing it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No, but this one, like, it, like, like, legitimately multiple times, I was like, oh, I really should put this down and, like, go to sleep, because <laughs> otherwise I'm not. Then I was just like, no. Uh, that's so funny. Well, I'm glad that you gave that four stars. Yeah. And then my next book I gotta wrap up is Yellow Face, because it's due in nine days. Okay. And if I lose that, I'm not getting it back, so. Yes, because that is a highly... Are you? Have you started it, at least? Okay, okay. Yes. I'm, I'm 12% of the okay. way in, like 40 pages. Oh, I feel like it. you could easily, nine so days. It's one of those things where I... And it's an easy, easy yeah. read. It was one of those things where, like, I started it, and I was like, oh my god, this other book's gonna be due, so I'm like, I better just... Yeah, I feel like... And then I went to go start it, and my Kindle was dead, and I didn't want to read on my phone, because it was also almost dead. Yeah, I... So. Uh, I feel like nine days is plenty. Especially if that's, like, your main focus book. Mm-hmm. I feel like you can easily do that. Um, let me see. I'm looking on mine to see what books I've finished, if I've finished anything since last time we talked. Did I talk about The Perfect Marriage? Did I finish that yet? No. I no, think I think so. I finished it. I think you were yeah, I think I finished it Monday night. Um, meh. It was... <laughs> I, I actually listened recently to the episode where we discussed um, me reading this book, and you're like, well, what if blah, blah, blah happened? And I was like, I feel like that's too obvious, and I really hope that that's not how this book ends, and lo and behold, we called it. Um... <laughs> but I just I wasn't shocked I wasn't like there was like one like little thing that I was like oh I didn't see that coming but I wasn't like oh my god I just was like okay like if this is how we're gonna wrap this up like I seriously was just like dang like a little diabolical but okay which it which it was but I was I don't know it just wasn't it wasn't like outstanding or anything and it just didn't do what I think I wanted it to do. Yeah. But it was, I mean, it was a quick read and I did like the, the multiple point of views where like I had the husband and the wives like, um, switched between. So that made it like easier to read. Um, and they were pretty short chapters. So it was a quick read, but I think when I got to the end, I was like, (laughs) have you read any of the Simone St. James like Sundown Motel no I do I bought my mom the Sundown Motel I think she liked that one um because I was gonna say if you if you like the multiple points mm-hmm. of views or jumping back and forth in time like I think you could get into her yeah books. I definitely want to read the Sundown Motel that's I think that's the only one that um we have but then I I think I was hesitant to, to buy more especially because I haven't read them but like I know that your opinion of them has not been the best. Yeah, the two I read yeah. are not my favorites. Yeah. But again, for me, it's like sometimes the bouncing back and forth works, and other times yeah. it's one story was clearly stronger mm. than the other. So yeah, but I've I mean I've heard 
I've seen Sundown Motel pop up on like great spooky yeah. books. So were the other ones just generally good? Yeah, and it and it definitely fits like completely different than Sundown Motel too. I could see that because like Sundown Motel has gotten quite a bit of hype, and it, and I bet you mm-hmm. because of that, like her other books probably got that hype just because of who she is, and then it's just a little bit of like more disappointment. Yeah. Um, but I did start my May TBR jar book. So I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm on schedule. I have not been on schedule. Like, I don't think I've read the book that I've chosen for that month in that month. I feel like I've always been a month behind. And because I loved my April book, which was The House in the Cerulean Sea, because I read that so quickly in May... I could actually jump to my May book. I don't think I'll finish it in May just because we only have a few days left. But it's Untamed by Glennon Doyle. Oh, Glennon Doyle. Yeah. And that's just her memoir. Um, It's just like, it says how one woman learned that a responsible mother is not one who slowly dies for her children, but who shows them how to fully live. It's a story of navigating divorce, forming a new blended family, and discovering that the brokenness or wholeness of a family depends not on its structure, but on each member's ability to bring her full self to the table. So this is, like, she kind of jumps around in it, which sometimes I hate with memoirs. Like, I I like a good, like, timeline. Like, I like to know, like, okay, this was in August of 2022. This was in September. So, like, you start out, like, when she's married, and then the next scene is, like, oh, this is when... This happened, and then she jumps back to like when she was ten years old, and I'm like, "Girl, I can't keep up. Like, I need to know if you're not gonna if you're gonna jump around, then I need to know like this was in August of this year or something. Like, I kind of need to know that so I can follow along of like when this happened and stuff. <laughs> like, that's the thing that's bugging me. It's like I don't know where what year we're in. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> so I think that's yeah, a little bit for me. I wish it was me. not so jumpy like that. Yeah, the ones I think I you're like on mute. Where, like, it's like, oh. I think your lips are moving. I was like, your lips are moving, <laughs> but I was like, nothing's coming out. Sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, like the, uh, um, like I like the ones where it's like, pop, well, mm-hmm. I'll talk about the other book. I'm, I just started an audio book, but it's like, part one whatever the title of that chapter part is, but then it's like 2005 through 2009. So you're like, okay, four years. I have an idea, especially when it's like the one I'm on, it's it's the girl who kind of helped or kind of helped broke the, like the whole Nixium Mm -hmm. cult thing. And so for her, it's like, okay, so I know this, this, like this all kind of came out around 20 Mm -hmm. whatever, but you started like this whole thing started in 2005. So like, it helps me like conceptualize. That's what I was having trouble with when we were reading Happiness, too, is, like, just, I was just trying to figure out, like, where we were, how old, like, I was just trying to, like, figure that out. I just need a little bit of, like, just a timeline. I'm a timeline person. Like, I know, like, with the whole Vanderpump. Remember that next time you get in a fight with Kristen and Katie and need someone to cry to. Scandal thing, like, people are trying to, like, get down a timeline, like, when did it start? Did it start in August? Did it start in September? When did Schwartz find out? Like, I'm telling you timelines are so important because it gives you an idea of when things happen and you're like oh okay that makes sense so that's just that's my only like thing with it right now but i'm only like 70 pages in so i'm not like super far or anything 
I still love it. Oh, did you guys not get your timeline together? <laughs> but also, can I say, like, so I've been listening to our episodes, and every time that we do bring up VPR, like, that little, like, skit that you put, like, <laughs> it, clip that I put in It is thing. my favorite thing. Like, I laugh so hard. Ugh. I had, I've had fun trying to find, because, well, I ended up, I downloaded a Sheena's, like, Sheena's greatest moments, <laughs> and it's mostly her and Stassi going. <laughs> yeah, so I just I will say I do I have enjoyed that every time we insert a little <laughs> clip here or there. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm reading, and then I also started One Day in December, which is our Reese pick. Mm-hmm. Don't, because I haven't even gotten it yet. I should be getting it in the next couple of days via Libby. So. <clears throat> We'll I, I'm, you're not like you're not like hyping I, up for this. This is my thing. Am I gonna come off of, like come off of like two really good books? I'm really enjoying Yellowface. Yeah, so far. I, this is what I'll <laughs> say. Like, the book is whatever. I get that this is probably gonna be some like romance love story book, whatever we know. How she ends it is gonna determine a lot of my opinion. I will say that because I have a lot going on up here right now, and I'm like, there's no way. This is supposed to be, but we'll, we'll, I mean, we got a few more weeks. We would we say the 13th is going to be mm-hmm. that discussion. So we have about two weeks. Um, and I'll just give my opinions then. And I will say that the ending is going to determine a lot. I'm about halfway done with it. And it's, is it, has it been going quickly? Oh, it's absolutely going quickly. It's, chapters okay. are super short. You, you have, I will say you have multiple points of view like, not, like, regularly, like, there is the main character, Lori, that, that's the main person that you get, but you'll sprinkle in another character every now and then, you'll get that point of view. Um, it goes quickly, I, guess what, it got, it has a damn timeline, it has a damn timeline. Each part is broken up by a year, and that year is broken up by months. Who doesn't love a timeline? That's all I'll say. But, so those are the two books that I'm currently reading, um, just because I had, um, I think one day in December was ready to download, so I was like, I might as well just get it over with and read it, and then I can focus on everything else I want to read. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, another dumb yeah. question, because I haven't had it, or started it, or really looked further okay. into it, other than putting it on hold. What city is this set in? London. Okay. I was like, I know it's either Chicago or London, but I don't know. Where. I love that those are so opposite. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had been, been so like like New fire. York or London. You're like London or Chicago, <laughs> so <laughs> completely different. Yeah, London. Um, but there is a scene where the main girls in Thailand, and I'm like, oh my god! Remember at one point we were the three of us were planning a trip to Thailand. <laughs> well, it's funny because early 2019, not not early early 2019, uh-huh. but early enough 2019. Before I had told, like, outside mm. friends and family and stuff that I was pregnant, Rachel was like, hey, in December, we're going to Thailand, <laughs> do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, but also, in a much more real sense. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> babies, babies do no. in December. <laughs> and when she asked me that, we finally, like, later on, she, a couple of weeks later, after we'd started telling everybody, I was like... Yeah, so here's the real reason why I don't want to go. It's not that I don't. Uh, it's just like I, I think I won't be able to. I will not. Yeah. 
So I will say that I was like, that whole part, I was like, oh, I want to go. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with my two books. I feel like I should finish One Day in December this week. And then, I mean, the Untamed is not very big either. I think it's less than 350 maybe. So I feel like I could finish that. So then this comes to my next question. June 1st is on Thursday. So do I do my June TBR pick today or do I do it for the 100th episode? I'll let you decide. Do for okay. The okay. Do for the vibe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I'll do that. I will hold off on my June TBR jar pick and hopefully then I cuz I mean our must bring TBR is still long. There's plenty for me to choose from. I think the next one I want to read is maybe In Another Life, which is the one that you got us from Taylor Jenkins Reid. I oh, think okay. I was like, either that or Lessons in Chemistry, just because that one's a borrowed book. So one of those will probably be my next book that I read um, after I finish these two. But yeah. Um, what else is going on? Um... I don't, I, gonna say? I don't even know. Oh. I had a listen to <laughs> <laughs> Are we doing anything fun for Memorial Day? Uh, no. Oh. Just having the day off is fun enough for me. That's sometimes. That enough. is, you know what? It is sometimes you look forward to just having a Monday off. But I will say, I feel like when, when you have a Monday off, like I feel like the week drags on for the rest of the week. Like, I feel like those next four days, like, yeah. I feel like it takes forever to get to Friday. I remember, like, people talking about working four yeah. times. And it was, you know, nine times out of it, it was mostly either, look, you're going to take Wednesday or you're going to mm-hmm. take Friday off. Because that's yeah. just, and so many people were like, I'm going to do Wednesday because I'm never working more than two mm-hmm. days in a row. And I'm like, that's great. Except, do you know how many times, like, meetings, mm-hmm. like, meetings you have to yeah. go to, court, like, all this stuff that you get called to Yeah, go I feel to like Wednesdays are, are on yeah. Wednesdays. I feel like Mondays and Fridays are your safest, just because, like, Fridays, usually, it's usually a low-key day, nothing's happening, and then Monday is just, like, nothing, again, is usually really happening on Mondays. It's, like, at the start of your week, checking emails and stuff. Um, I will say, like, mm-hmm. at one point, I wanted to do it and take Fridays off, um, but... I realize how much I hate Mondays and I'm like, I feel like I would enjoy having a three day weekend that way more. But, um, Mm -hmm. I also hate working 10 hours. Like 10 hours is rough. It's like, that's a long day. It was, it's for me, it was, well, I didn't do them in Lubbock, but for me, it's, it was always easier when the commute Mm -hmm. was shorter, but it was, it was the like working that long on top of yeah commute home yeah like like I already have a 40 I have a 40 minute commute so like if for instance I worked at 410 that would mean I would work from 8 to 630 unless I got there earlier but like my normal is 8 so like I wouldn't get home until after 7 o'clock every night which is a pretty like your day's pretty much gone like yeah like dinner if you go to the gym like whatever watch a tv show and then like repeat so, yeah, it's definitely, 
a 10 a 10 hour day is definitely so long but but it is nice to have a light a nice little monday off and i am i think we talked about like yes. we both have vacations coming up which is going to be super nice I know. I got my countdown. It is gonna be. I'm like. I'm like. Twenty twenty six days until we're checking. Where y'all going? I'm gonna be beaching. Gulf where? Gulf Shores. Oh, Gulf Shores. oh where y'all went? Where yeah, y'all went last year, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We've been going there since I think the first time we went. I was first to oh, second nice. grade. Like, it was before my sister. Yeah, I know you sent me, like, where y'all stayed, because, like, at one point, I was deciding if, like, my family just wanted to go there for Thanksgiving, and, like, that Mm -hmm. just is what our Thanksgiving is. We don't have to, like, I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving food anyway, so it's not a huge, I'm not a big fan of Thanksgiving to begin with. Like, we went to Japan during Thanksgiving, like, I don't, I don't need to be, like, sitting around a table eating turkey and mashed potatoes, like, I can be doing something else, um, which we clearly were, I believe we were drinking sake and stuff, but. (laughs) <laughs> yeah we were on the Osaka food which tour. was so good um but like we just never planned it like it's really hard with my cousin because like we're that's the like halfway between point between like savannah it's about seven hours and mm-hmm. then from houston it's about seven hours so that's a really good halfway point but it's just like trying to get our schedules and stuff and that's why we haven't had a chance to do it but i'm going to savannah which i love and i'm going to savannah yeah. bananas baseball game which Which I've never been, so I'm so excited. So excited. And I'm hoping, like, it's a very small park. Like, they literally play in a park. Like, that's where they play baseball. Mm -hmm. And, like, the last time my cousin went, she got, like, pictures with, like, the other team, which was the party animals, which is the other Savannah team. So I'm like, I'm hoping we can get some pictures with these, like, (laughs) popular players because they're so cool. I remember reading a comment on one, and, um, because essentially, they're, they're like the Harlem Globetrotters. Yes. Like yeah, you're not there to watch baseball. Time. You're not there for like a You're not there to watch baseball. Game. It's so f- cool. And this guy was like, they are ruining the oh, integrity shut. of the game. You know what's like, it? Okay. Really? I was like, PEDs. you know what the integrity of the game? PEDs. Like, steroids like, what? Give me a break. Stero- like steroids. Hey now. TV, hey, 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 hey now. Fist fights. Don't be talking like, about G. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about all the teams. But, like, you know, like... No, but that's exactly my point. Like, you can't say a team that's bringing so much joy to the world is the integrity when so so many bad things happen in actual baseball that is integrity. Give me a break. Have You know, it's those people that just, like, nothing can make them happy. Literally nothing. It's like we were talking about a few weeks ago where I was like, even a good book, there's always going to be somebody that's like, this was the worst thing I ever read. Like, just to be that person to just complain. Just to complain. Horrible. This was, I won't call this person out by name, but, um. You will, you, you will when you we're done her. recording. And I know her, and I think you're going to know who I'm talking about after I say this. But I have never realized that I've had more opposite tastes in books than when I go on Goodreads and I rate something that I really liked and I see that they did something very low. And then I read their review and I just want to be like, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, you're wrong. Uh, you're and that's the end of our show because I need to talk to her without recording. <laughs> <I'm just like, laughs> no, that's so funny. No, but that's if we are talking about the same, I have a thing I will say about it also as well when we are not recording. But yeah, I I just think there's always somebody that wants to be different 
just to be different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, it's just, it makes me realize that there this this person in particular is not fond of going outside of her comfort yeah. zone, which is fine. I have no yeah, especially with reading, because like that's my thing, like. Reading is supposed to be, like, this joyous thing that you want to do. So, like, do it, read what you love so that you are not reading. Don't read the popular book just to read it. Then give it a one star and be like, this is not my type of book. Then You knew it wasn't when you read it. Like, when you saw it. Like, you knew it wasn't going to be your type of book. But, yeah. Interesting. But, yeah, I can't wait till vacation. I love it. Uh, I mean, I haven't bought my plane ticket yet. I need to do that first. <laughs> I need to do that first. That's importante. But Southwest is pretty cheap going to Savannah, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Um, and I keep thinking, like, like because that's about three weeks away. I'm like, oh, my God, what books am I going to be reading then? Like, what books? Because, like, last year, I remember specifically, I was reading... The Storied Life of A.J. Fickery. But I remember I packed, like, four books or something. Three or four books. Like, I had some ambitious, like, goals. And I was like, girl, you know you're going to sit on that couch and actually catch up on TV shows. <laughs> oh, that's what I was going to talk about. Okay. Oh, Cruel oh. Summer, June 5th. I don't know if we've discussed that. Oh. Cruel Summer, yeah. season two. That was also yes. on my list. Yes. yes. Sorry. Okay. So, That'll be a great time to watch when I'm on vacation. And um, I don't know if you've watched this yet, but The Bear Season 2, which is on FX and also on Hulu, um, so good. I think it's 30-minute episodes. I think there's eight or nine, I probably. And, I again, you know me, I don't binge watch. I sat one day. It was Savannah. I was in Savannah last year when I did it. Granted, I also had a hurt foot, so I couldn't do much anyways. Um... I think it's June 22nd, so I'll also be, like, right in the middle of vacation. It's going to be kind of great, because, like, Vanderpump Rules this season, like, yes. the reunion's going to wrap up. and I can and binge be... everything, and my cousin also watches Vanderpump, so I can just be like, we're going to start from where I'm at, and you're going to just enjoy it with me, and tell me all your secrets. <laughs> so, I have plenty to do on vacation. <laughs> I'm so excited. But yeah, those were the two shows I was going to bring up for season twos were Cruel Summer. Because I feel like it's been, I feel like I watched Cruel Summer so long ago. Well, it came out in 2021. Like I had just moved. I had just moved. And and I feel feel like the good thing about Cruel Summer is it's not a show that you have to like have a recap of season one. Because it's a completely different Mm storyline, new cast, everything. So it's not one of those shows that you're like, oh crap, I need to go like watch a recap and see what happened. I will be very disappointed if it's like not as good yeah. as the first. Like really not yeah. as good as the first. Especially because like th- that one was but. it was really good. And it was again it, it, to me it was a bingeable show. Like I could I sat there and watched multiple episodes in one sitting which again I hate to do. I'm <laughs> one of those people that's I'm like, okay, we gotta watch something else. Or I'll, I'll immediately turn it to, like, sports to check a score, because I'm like, okay, I need a break. But, like, that, The Bear, um, and, like, Only Murders in the Building were three shows that I, like, easily binged, so. Ah, see, I haven't And I think season three, at all. I don't know if it's gonna be this year, but I know they've finished wrap, like, they've wrapped up season three, 
So I wouldn't be surprised if it is. I feel like season two just came out this year, so it might be next year when they actually, like, it actually comes out. But I know that I feel like they finished wrapping up it, like, filming it and stuff. So. I do know, cruel like, the season one Cruel Summer took place over, what, like, 94? Yeah, something like that. 96. It was like. Like, at those, th- these are like, like those three years. This, like, this one is summer of 99 winter of 99 so the same year and then summer of 2000 so you know i'm looking forward to some great like y2k over here zero we're going back to caveman times our lawnmowers are going to be mowing the lawn by themselves your toaster is just going to forget how to toast it amazes me what we thought was going to happen on january 1st of 20 of 2000 i almost said 20 of 2000 the crazy thing was was like my dad like, he's an IT guy. I just remember asking my dad, like, well, what's going to happen? And he was like, the computer resets to zero, and that's it. Like, nothing else. It just it just recognized it as the year zero, zero instead of 91. <laughs> There's no weird. The craziest thing. And, um, yeah, I just remember the panic. But also the, the future of what we thought where we'd be in 2023. Because I was going to start reading... Um, I ended up putting it back because I just wasn't ready for it yet, but I was going to read The Parable of the the Sower by Octavia. Mm -hmm. And, like, (laughs) the year's 2024. (laughs) And I was like, ooh, that's next year. (laughs) There's a a Star Trek Deep Space Nine where, like, it talks about the riots of, I'm going to, She's gonna get the year wrong. It's like the I want him to like bust through the door and be like, "You're wrong." <laughs> it's, it's like the riots that I guess everybody yeah. in like Star Trek. It's just groups are just like it's just so born? funny where we thought we'd be in these years that we are in. Like, I think the only thing is like we might have better cameras and battery life on our cell phones. And I guess technically, I guess Teslas can drive themselves, but that's not really. It's not what we thought. Like, we don't have flying cars or anything. I don't know. It doesn't mean anything to no, you. Thank you. Know, like, <laughs> like, there's not more Tesla. My Camry does not drive itself. I'll tell you that. So. <laughs> I mean, if I put it on cruise control and close my eyes, does that count? No. <laughs> I, don't do, I don't do that, guys. I promise. <laughs> Can I take a nap? No. Yeah. So I'll when I saw that, because I was going to start reading it, and then I realized, okay, you have two other books you really need to read. So I sent it back to the library like, it was an ebook. I was just like, I'm not ready. But the very beginning, it said 2024. And I was like, oh, is she wrong? <laughs> I was like, well, I was like, but we did live through a pandemic, which I never thought would be something. Like, after reading Station Eleven, I was like, okay. <laughs> Fuck me. And that was like, I'm pretty sure we read that. And... Same thing with The Stand. Like, I read The Stand. Oh, and okay, like, like, the world's gonna end. <laughs> oh, jeez. I mean, we're nowhere near yeah. as bad as the stand was. But yeah, or like Station there. Eleven. <gasps> okay. That was, oh, this is one particular okay. scene I wanted to talk okay. about when we sold our souls. So remember we talked about the deep and how they had to go through all of, like, <laughs> the mm-hmm. tight tunnels mm-hmm. and the pipes. And, like, I was talking about how that, so that, that like, a lot of times with Greedy Hendrix books, I've found that there's, like, like, the overall arching, like, evil or whatever, I'm like, that's clever. Mm-hmm. Like, that's really clever. But then there's always that one scene where I'm just like, 
this is what's actually <laughs> this is where you get me she she's trying to escape this like wellness spa uh which is just a front for mind control um and she has to jump down into this empty well crawl through one of the pipes and then she gets stuck in the pipe because she re didn't realize there's a turn so she inches back she gets through the turn and all of a sudden she falls out and she's in this cave and i was like oh god the idea of entering through that pipe but then she's walking and she has to go basically <gasps> like really crawl through those tiny spots and at one part she gets stuck she gets stuck and it talks about how her head is stuck she can't breathe full away and all this stuff and i was like i was like sweating i just I like i can't i can't i can't even watch when i feel like my chest like, like that's what's gonna like press down and then it, that's what's gonna make it difficult to breathe it's like your your chest then, is being squished. Yeah, and then so then she was like, okay. So she moves her right arm. She's able to wiggle out of there. She falls, and you're like, she's free. Thank God. No, she's in another cave. That's full of bats, bugs. She's crawling her way through that. And these bats are like flying and biting. I, like, I mean, ah! I will say, I would rather have the bats. She finally got out, and I was like. Anything else she comes yeah. across, I will, get worse like, I don't think I have, like, claustrophobia or whatever, but I definitely have that, like, the cave fear. Like, where you keep crawling and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Like, that is a, like, first off, I'm not going into cave, so this fear of mine is not going to happen. Have you, I've seen, sometimes I see those videos of people slipping through those tiny cracks, and I'm like, my, my boobs would be like, and we're stopped. Like, my ass, my <laughs> and ass we're done. would never. <laughs> Lindsay, just remind me, 
<laughs> Who's why is no one stopping like, this if man? If I ever like date somebody that's like a thrill seeker, like tell me not to. Like if you're like if I'm like, hey, we're going to this then, place. I will. I will support. I will support that's your fine. bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. I will support your skydiving. But if you're like, we're gonna go in this cave. I'm gonna be like Tiffany. I've seen enough. I've seen the descent. Like tell me, like no. I like have. be like you're not going. I have seen. I've seen. Like I've seen I what I've seen. True crime. There's nothing good. I I read a book where a lady got stuck. Nothing like hand me these this. books. Be like read all these books before you go. Like if I come to you one day, be like, hey, so we're like going to do this, and we're gonna like go cave crawling. You're gonna be like, no, you're not. I'm gonna be like, how about this? They will go. They will go spelunking. You, you and I will go lunch. Food or caves, Tiffany? Come on, you have not changed that much. Do you want to go to a, a fancy bookstore and eat like some fajitas with me afterwards? Dare you? Or do you want to get stuck in a cave? I mean, I know the answer to that easily. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't ever let me change that much. I'm like, guess what I'm doing this week? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, man. I would be, that would be, no, if you're ever in trouble, mm-hmm. but you need to use a code word, and I'm the only person you can get a hold of, that's all you gotta say. <laughs> you know. Hey, I'm gonna go cave diving. <laughs> and I'd be like, call in FEMA, call in the National FBI, Guard. where is she? Amber Alerts, Amber CIA. I need the entire department of. No, she said she was going cave diving. Okay, that's not a good. No, no, trust me, she's not. Something's immediately wrong. Interpol has issued an international APB. Oh god, something's. That's funny. That's a great. Because then you know it's completely the opposite of something I'd be doing. Trust me when I tell you. Trust me when I tell you, she is not going cave diving. Something is wrong. She's not going cave diving. She used the magic words, okay? This was our state port. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, that's great. Yeah, there's no, there's, that's where I think I have like that claustrophobia or whatever. Like that's like in an elevator full of people. I don't care. Whatever, we'll figure it out. But like. That closing, it's yes, that, like, cr- that crushing we're... sensation. Not even against people, like like I don't like crowds, yeah. but for various other reasons. Yeah. Um, but that like being like crushed between something that can't move, like two things that can't move, and yeah. you just because I'm with you too. Like, I don't like I don't look. like people. I learned that yeah. during COVID. Because I don't like people. I don't like people. I don't, I don't like, like being around people. <laughs> so, but yeah. Oh man, no thank you. I don't like. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. man, and it, again, if an author writes it where you feel it too, that's good writing. Like where you're in, you're mm-hmm. tense the whole time. Like that's good writing because like that's what I felt like Stephen King did during Gerald's Game for me, talking about like the wrist being the skin. <laughs> like it, like as I'm reading that, okay. I knew. At that moment, I'm not watching the movie because I don't need to see it because it's already in my head. Like he did such a good job of like explaining it that I was like, "Oh no 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 no." Yeah. Nope. Mm. Funny funny. I'd rather bite off my thumb. 
<sighs> okay. Anything else? <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> that was no, sorry. That was... <laughs> we went off on a tangent about it. But yeah. Um, well, Instagram is reading with celebs. Twitter is reading W celebs. Um, next week is going to be our big 100th episode, so we're going to try to do something super special for that. Um, please go give us a like, follow, subscribe, review, all those fun things, and we will see you next week. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye.